He's a man of the people. This is his chance to look at the local angle and interview people of interest to him. It's his podcast. This is the Mike Hearn Project. Welcome to a new edition of the podcast. We've got NBA official Pat Freyer here today. Kind of exactly what I talked about when I said I wanted to start a podcast like this. Bringing things to the forefront that maybe you wouldn't necessarily know about. Helping out people promote what they have going on. And this is just a fantastic event. RefCon in Mason, Ohio on August 17th that you'll hear Pat talk about. And a little bit about his travels as well. Great dude. And here is this week's episode. Pat, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing terrific. A lot of, uh, kind of a downtime for you right now. It's the best part of the job, Mike. (laughs) You sound like a teacher now. It's it's being like a teacher, but better. It's uh, cut down on the traveling, I would imagine, a little bit, too. Yes, yes. Last thing I want to do right now is get on another plane. It's nice enough out, though. You get get to play some golf during your downtime? I I love to play golf. I'm still trying to master the game, but uh, haven't, haven't quite got there yet. Well, Tiger's still trying to do that, too, so I think at this point we're all right. Well, he, they say he's chasing 82, the, the number of victories. Well, I'm chasing 82, the score, so we, we're, we're both chasing 82. Well, you're chasing a much better number than I am, then. <laughs> I, uh, I, they say it's supposed to be recreational and you're supposed to have fun for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, what's the opposite approach where you try to take as many swings as possible? Well, I paid for it. Sure. It's kind of one of those things. It is uh, It is nice, though. You get a little bit of uh, time off. People who know uh, refereeing in the NBA now 18 years. and Do you look back at that and think, uh, are you able to look at individual moments or are you just so caught up in kind of everything that's going on? Yeah, to be honest, the, the last 18 years have really uh, blended together and, and you know have flown by. I know it's a, it, it's a cliche, but... But time flies, and um, I mean, it, it was like yesterday. I was I was starting my career, and you know, to think that next year is my nineteenth year um, is is really uh, amazing. I would imagine uh, our mutual friend Jonathan sent me some bio stuff on you, though. I would imagine standing as an official in MSG though was a pretty cool moment. You won't forget. Yeah, the the NFC gave me um, uh, my first collegiate. Start or or experience uh, at the B two level. Uh, I only did four games, but uh, I, I'm uh, I'll always be eternally grateful to uh, to Roy Ward and and and, um, and the opportunity to uh, to at least um, to try that level. Well, I saw I thought it was interesting for kind of where we're at, about an hour away from Fort Wayne and Dayton. That uh, you were in the CBA. That means you spent some time in Fort Wayne. I would imagine. I have been to Fort Wayne. Yes, yes, many, many good, many good memories in Fort Wayne, <laughs> and a lot that uh, probably, probably should stay in Fort Wayne. That's kind of how it goes when I go there. <laughs> I agree. It's a, uh, but it is neat. You come uh, Minnesota kid. Does that make you a Twins fan? I'm a Fairweather Twins fan. Uh, <laughs> the season okay. is too long to uh, to follow them. Uh, 162 games, but. Uh, God willing, they, they make the playoffs, and then I'll be uh, I'll be rooting for them. I love the playoffs, and um, you know I wish them well because Minnesota fans are, are fair weathered fans. But if you give them a winner, they will they will definitely support them. Well, 
as we sit here tonight with uh, games in play to end July, my Indians are two games behind them. So I hope that they uh, they don't find that winner, so to speak. Well, I sense a dinner bet in the making. <laughs> right. Uh, it is, though. I, I will say my wife and I had uh, the pleasure we went out that way about a year or so ago and got to see the Indians play at the new stadium. And, man, oh, man, have they done some beautiful work downtown. It's a, it's a beautiful ballpark. And they have uh, one of the best seafood bakes I've ever had. I don't know that I would have expected that from Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> Fair enough. It's kind of kind of different. I I know you've been a few places that have probably had some, but I thought that was kind of odd. I wouldn't have expected that at at that ballpark. Yeah, don't don't sleep on Minnesota. We're catching up. <laughs> we're we're like Cleveland. We're a real town now. Yeah, exactly. You get uh, and I read. I, I thought a lot of your testimonials were great speeches. I saw the one from the referee conference this year. It's in Mason, Ohio. The reason that uh, we're talking right now. Um, just uh, how did that come about for you personally? How did the idea of ref come about? Yes. Um, you know, I was, um, <laughs> I don't know how long we have here. Uh, as long as you want. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, um, I had a point in my career and in my life where um, I, I just got to a point of where I was done doing it or trying to do it by myself and trying to live for myself and, and um and you know whether you call it rock bottom or or something else it was it was it was a point of a point of surrender where i, I knew i couldn't do it by myself and, and i gave it i gave my life to christ and um the, the you know the next uh the next morning i i awoke with with an idea and it was it was the ref conference, ref standing for referees embracing faith, and um, I knew I didn't come up with it. Um, I knew it was given to me, and um, you know the the good news is I, I have a lot of friends that that are uh, similarly like minded, and you know I've had a lot of help. But um, uh, last year was the first year of the of the ref conference, and. And, and Lord knows if there's an industry that needs it, it's, uh, you know, it's the officiating. So um, that's kind of how it started. Um, and this year, uh, this year will be our second year, and uh, we're really excited about it. This year, August 17th at 9 a.m., and what I thought was absolutely perfect when I was approached about interviewing you guys about this is... Prasco Laboratories is probably as close to or the perfect partner for this as anybody could be. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I didn't. Um, I mean, I, the, the the connection is one of my um, campers. I, I consider him a friend, but I actually met him through my camp that I run in conjunction with my my partner Darren George. We we run a camp for aspiring referees. And Brian Senseball works for Brasco, um, man of faith, and you know, it, it, as it would so have it, after the first conference, I get a, a phone call from him asking about how the first one went, and I said, well, great, and he's like, well, I got news for you. My company, Brasco, wants to host the second one. And it was, you know, I don't believe in coincidences anymore, 
it was, uh, you know, th- this is, it- it's destiny. And, and I said, well, you got it. And so I said, well, tell me about your company. And, and he said, well, Prasco is a faith-based pharmaceutical company. And I, I never put the two together, faith and, and pharmaceuticals. But, you know, with God, anything is possible. So we, I look forward to uh, to getting down there and, and, and seeing their, their campus in Mason. And um, it, should, it should be a good time. Well, I know what's great about them is I got to uh, do baseball down there a couple of years ago. They have Prasco Park, which is right outside of that. Um, of their facility and what I thought was so neat was how they give back at every point of they're hosting this huge uh, college uh, world series tournament and they could easily be charging you know five bucks for a hot dog ten dollars for parking whatever but they're not everything is free and and that was part of their their give back and you don't see a lot of companies that way yeah, we SOS the the ministry that that Darren and I have partnered with. Um, uh, sports officials surrendered is what SOS stands for. Um, they Prasco has been a, a great not only host but but sponsor uh, of the up and upcoming conference thus far. They've they've been very accommodating and um, like I said, I, I wait wait to get down there a couple days early and. and a lot of uh, great sponsors helping out as well. It, it stands to reason anything that Prasco does, Chick-fil-A is always right there to be able to help out. For me, that was one of my favorite parts of that whole baseball tournament was, uh, let me just go between games and get some Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. The, the only problem I have with Chick-fil-A is they're not open on Sunday. That's typically <laughs> when I find myself wanting one. Which is a catch-22 for a man of faith because you understand it, of course. You just wish <laughs> they do. were open. I do. A uh, lot of uh, terrific speakers coming up for this, too. Uh, Ted Barnett, the MLB umpire and co-founder of Calling for Christ, Lamoris Crawford, J.D. Collins, Nate Harris. Is it easier now, this year, to get those guys than it was last year, or were they kind of on board from the beginning? Um, everyone has been great that, that we've reached out to. Um, you know, last year being the first year, I mean, let's face it, we were winging it. And um, we were so lucky to get the the level of speaker that we got the first year with with Ed Rush and Jimmy and Coach Coach Drew and and um, it was you know quite frankly in my mind it was going to be tough to tough to beat and then lo and behold you know year two we get you know um, the speakers that you just listed um, and we're just we're just so we're so excited because it's. It's, uh, it's going to be better than the first year, and the first year was great. I look at it the way that it's written, sportsofficialsurrender.org. If you look under events, it gives out uh, all the speakers and everything that's going on. Would you go by MC Pat when you go out there? Is that how you're going to be introduced? Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, you can call me whatever you want. I'm used to being called. <laughs> as long uh, as the check clears. Yeah, MC Pat's not actually pretty nice, but uh, yeah, Darren and Darren George and I are, are going to try to co-host it. I'm not sure quite what that's going to look like, but um, you know, this thing's once it once it gets kicked off, it, it's going to run itself. So we're just going to get get out of the way and and uh, you know let uh, let the speaker speak and, and let the message get out. How for this year has the response been from the folks down that way? Um. You know, the, 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 the 
the truthful answer is I just know exactly. Um, I am actually trying to take my own um, human expectation and perspective out of it, and because it's not about me, and that, that's what I ran into the first year was um, my levels of of expectation and success um, were my own, and in in reality. Um, it, it's not, it's not about me. Uh, it, it, it's, it's about, it's about him, him being, him being God, Christ. And, um, you know, if we get, if we get 10 people to show up and those were the 10 people that were supposed to show up, then mission accomplished. So, um, I hope that every seat is filled and I hope everyone comes and, and everyone is, is definitely surely invited. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to take my own expectations out of it because the people who need to be there will be there. And, um, and, and that's what it's really all about. And hopefully even a couple of people or a lot of people maybe who didn't realize they needed to be there. Yeah. Well, we're hoping on that too. It, that is kind of an odd thing though, too, to, uh, you know, obviously you want to do the best for him of, yeah, we'd like to have, I don't even know, say 300 people, but it, it kind of. As weird as this, as this is, as a uh, a comparison, I've always heard musicians. Uh, Skillet is a big one that we have talked to, and John has said a couple of times, you know, if we reach one person, yeah, we would have liked to have reached two, three hundred, whatever, but that's one person that we hadn't reached before, so that that's the plus for us. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, um, you know, if if I mean, we don't. We don't know his plan exactly, and if his plan is to get to to three people, and you know, and we have five hundred in, in attendance, um, you know, it, as long as we get to the three, then the mission accomplished. Um, so I, I, I can I can relate to that absolutely. It, it's neat though. You get to I would imagine now again we talk about you've been on the road for so long. Does it? Uh, it changed how you see things. You go to the same towns over and over, a lot of the same places now, the way that you've given yourself. Um, yeah, I've, I've changed my, I've changed my view, uh, of, of a lot of things. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing would be, um, you know, it, it's, it's not about me anymore. And for, I'm 45. Well, for 42 years, it was, it was all about me. So, um, yeah, I look at things differently. Was there something specific that you were thinking of? No, I just, I know a lot of people have said when um, they kind of hit that point and, and they want to change things, they the first thing they have to do is, is realize, all right, uh, I, just as for instance, say a place we go after we go to New York or whatever, we don't go there anymore. Um, yeah, I've I've, <laughs> I've changed my uh, my post game uh, traditions, if that's what you're referring to. Um, you know, the, the the good and the bad of of having a job like this is you have um, you have means and you have time um, you have time alone and you're away from home. So so it's it's a combination. Um, that can spell disaster if you, if you don't have pr- your priorities um, set straight. Um, so that's something that I've learned over the years is once you get, uh, 
you get your priorities set straight, then then you can use that that idle time or that that time that you have alone um, for for constructive pers- purposes versus <laughs> uh, destructive purposes. It it would though I would think uh, especially in your line of work with all the outside things that go on, kind of uh, show you real quick, hey, look, I can do this. I can keep myself away from these, whatever temptations may be. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing that you ever heard before, but, you know, if, if you're trying to do things in your own power, you're going to fail. But if, if you rely on him, um, you know, anything is possible. And um, it's, it's not, it's, I can honestly say that, that what I've learned is, it's 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 true. It's 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 not just um, it's not just a cliche. It's 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 fact. You said something earlier. I thought was a little bit interesting, and we, and we do a lot of sports here too. Um, so I kind of want to bring this up. You're obviously at a higher level with being uh, a pro official, but have you seen the last, uh, I, even the last five years, kind of a, a change in? I want to say people getting into officiating, like it's a big thing in high school here right now about the lack of high school officials because let's, for instance, say fans or parents. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. yeah um, you know, living in Minnesota, we're, we're dealing with the, and, and I think actually it's nationwide um, to, to be perfectly honest with you, as far as the, the retention and the recruitment of officials um, at, at all levels, really. But, um, you know, I've always said you have to have a screw loose to, <laughs> to, to want to be a referee or, a, or an official, um, to want to put yourself out there and, and, and to put yourself at the, at the scrutiny of, of everyone watching. Um, and I still hold to that. However, you know, it, it is a great job. And um, whether it's your profession or your, your advocation, um, just to stay connected to you know to the game you love. So um, yeah, we, we um, and, and that's part of what SLS you know wants to do in the future as well is to, to work on the recruitment and the and the retention of, of officials of all sports you know uh, across the nation um, because there is there is going to be a, a shortage and there is going to be uh, you know going to be some problems coming up if we don't um, if we don't keep this going or, you know, foster, uh, yeah, development. Well, you will definitely be in the right area then later this month or next month because we actually have, and I don't know how many other places do, but being familiar with Northwest Ohio, most of the Midwest Athletic Conference here have, uh, young people, they actually have them in classes now, kind of offering that as kind of a high school bonus class. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great idea. Um, with the upcoming shortage, um, and you know, it's definitely looking there will be a shortage. You know, I try to tell aspiring referees that hey, you know, hang with us because there's going to be more good games available than there are good referees. So, you know, if you do take it seriously and, and you want to uh, you want to progress, you know, up the ranks, um, there's going to be opportunity. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully, some people who are on the edge of, of know thinking about whether they want to stay with it or not um you know hang in there because there's going to be there's going to be opportunity there are uh, as i look through google there are quite a few images of where guys seem to have not been on the same page as 
maybe what you've told them when you've uh, explained the rules to them. Have there been instances where you just kind of laugh to yourself of, was I really just arguing with that guy? <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I mean, there's some there's some pretty big ones I see on these photos. Well, I, I try to stay off of social media. Um, the problem with social media is everyone now has an opinion. And um, and they can post that opinion to, you know, to millions of people uh, whenever they want. The problem is their opinion isn't always um, informed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, and not now, on social media. Yes, yeah, I come from, quite frankly, because yeah, I just cringe to think what uh, what some people are saying. But, um, but you know, my my uh, my wife, uh, uh, she, you know, from the from the episode from West Wing, um, they had a similar issue with uh, what they called the web people, and and she's like, leave the web people alone. <laughs> so I try to leave the web people alone, and, and they can they can think what they want. Well, I just thought it was funny because I had Googled you to uh, to do some research, and the first five pictures that show up, here's one where Mike Dunleavy is holding back Elton Brand while you're giving him a technical, and the other is you explaining something to LeBron James, and he just doesn't look very happy. Just kind of yeah, kind of worked there's, out. Yeah, there's there's some great shots, um, you know, um, throughout the years. Um, it's it's a unique job, um, but it really it's no different than being an official at any other level. I mean, the coaches still want what every coach wants, and the players still want what every player wants. So it's just a different stage, um, but but the interactions uh, remain the same. Well, I can tell you as a broadcaster, I've always had, and people will get on me about this because you know you say things in a three hour broadcast about officials because. I can't imagine that it's easy to keep, let's say, 300 rules straight in your head at all time and remember what was the interpretation on that and then try to have to use maybe obscure rule number 27 on a Tuesday night just in a random regular season game. Sure, sure. I've, I've had a, a love-hate relationship with uh, with your fellow uh, radio broadcasters. <laughs> Having spent seven years in the minor leagues, and, and I'm sure it applies to the NBA as well, but they, um, you know, I, I can appreciate they're looking for things to talk about, but, um, you know, when they when they pick us, it, it should be nice if they were, uh, you know, informed about what they were going to say. Well, my personal favorite now is with replay being a huge thing. Well, they have it right there on the monitor. Aren't they seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> yes, that's... Uh, that's that's believe it or not, is something we uh, we as officials uh, discuss as well. If only you'd yeah. just go over there and explain that to them, ask them what they saw. Sure. Well, you know, part of the problem is that you know, even after looking at it on the screen in slow motion and high def, you know, I, I wouldn't be totally confident that they'd get it right to begin with. So. Um, well, I, I definitely can say that. Like I said, I. I have nothing but the utmost amount of respect because I couldn't imagine being in front of 30,000 people and having to go, no, that should go the other way, and having to maybe kind of uh, admit, all right, maybe I didn't see that one like I thought I did. Yeah, replay, for an official, I get asked a lot, um, you know, what do you think of replay? Do you, do you like it? Do you, do you 
you know, is it something that you uh, are in favor of? And, and as officials uh, of any sport, really, you know, that um, that have replay, all we want to do is get it right. You know, so if replay can can help us get it right, then then we're all for it. And I think I think my fellow officials would uh, would concur with that. Well, I can tell you that the greatest compliment that I can pay you as a broadcaster is nothing immediately that I thought, oh, that can't be right, came to my mind when I heard your name for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Officials always laugh, but I always tell them, like, for me, if I don't have to say your name a thousand times, you must be doing something right. Amen. (laughs) That's, uh... Like I said, that's the greatest compliment I think I can offer you. Again, uh, the 17th of August, coming up in Mason, Ohio at 9 a.m. at Prasco Labs. $10 a person. Tickets available at the door. Lunch provided by Chick-fil-A. And just explain to people kind of one last time, like, why should they make that trip down or up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, originally it's for uh, SLS. It's a ministry that we developed um, a, a year or two ago. Um, the, the the brainchild behind it is a gentleman by the name of Dan DeFolco. Um, and he was actually starting this ministry in parallel at the same time that I was getting this idea for, for Ref Conference. So he reached out to, to us, Darren and I. Um, and introduced himself, told us about his ministry, and after talking with Darren, it was it was very clear to us that that the REF conference needs to be in conjunction with SLS. Their their goals and their their vision um, align perfectly. So we gave the the REF conference to SLS, and um, it's it's to unite officials of faith of all sports. Um, you know, for, for one day to get together and experience, uh, you know, worship and prayer and, and fellowship. Um, we are opening uh, our doors to to coaches and players and, you know, heck, even if you yelled at a referee, <laughs> you're, uh, you're invited. So Which you covered by coaches. There you go. If you're, if you're around, you know, Mason, uh, Ohio area at the, on the 17th of August, then and, uh, you know, please stop by and, and, uh, and join in. Um, I have been asked to, uh, to, to uh, say that, you know, online registration uh, through the website um, would help us, you know, get, a, get an idea for, for head count. Again, that's sportsofficialsurrendered.org. Um, but, you know, if you, if you can't do that, then you're, you're still welcome to show up. What I love about this, too, is your brain trust, so to speak, on the website, uh, on the Meet the Team, backgrounds from everywhere. Everybody is from somewhere not even remotely connected to the previous person, but all kind of, everybody understands the same thing, working towards the same goal. Yeah, it, it's, it's really amazing um, when, you, when you start talking to people and, and start recruiting and and finding speakers and, and where they come from. And, and everyone has a story to tell. Um, and, and we look forward to, to uh, different speakers every year, um, you know, sharing similar but, but different stories because, uh, you know, it, it does apply to everyone. So um, the 
first year, the, the theme of the conference was the greatest commander. And, um, um, you know, obviously that, that means that no matter what denomination you may be in, you know, we can all agree on the greatest commandment. Um, and if we just concentrated on that, you know, our, our plates would be full. Um, this year's theme is going to be about salvation. And, and, you know, quite frankly, if you're a believer, um, there's nothing more important than getting that straight and getting that right. So, um, you know, for 10 bucks, it'll be the best 10 bucks you've ever spent. I promise. It's a bold statement, but, uh, everything that you guys have put out, I believe that, uh, is more than hundred percent true. I wish you guys the best of luck uh, with the event coming up. If we can do anything for you, please let me know. All right. Well, I appreciate you having me on, and, and, and you know, please spread the word. And if you have any questions, please uh, please reach out, and, and um, we'll, we'll try to address them. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Mike. That is NBA official Pat Freyer. The event, the sports official surrendered second annual RefCon, August 17th in Mason, Ohio at Prasco Labs, at 9 a.m., $10 per person, available at the door or on the website. Lunch provided by Chick-fil-A. You can find them online at sportsofficialsurrender.org. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. And my personal favorite on Twitter, at underscore SOS underscore ministry. Thank you so much for listening to this episode.